Good evening, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stegman, and with me, as always, is my pal... Noelle Schmidt. That's right. Uh, you have tuned into the show called High Spirits, in which we drink alcohol and we talk about ghosts. We do. Yep. <laughs> Good one, Noelle. <laughs> she had this big uh, smile on her face in anticipation like she was going to say something awesome. I've got nothing. Yep, we've never landed that. No, we really are <laughs> terrible at that. Uh, and I think, you know, why quit a good thing? Yeah, it's part of our charm. I don't know. This is, we're in the 30s in terms of episodes, and we've never nailed the opening. Nope. You do such a nice job of opening the show, and I, every time it comes to me, I'm like, ah. We just, we can't make that I'm talk. I'm super awkward, and I'm sorry. You're great. You are the most wonderful person I know. Stop it now. It's, no, These are all lies. It's true. But thank you for saying that. Yeah. Well, you guys, I'm so lucky I get to talk about ghosts with my best pal. Yeah, that's me. And, yep. <laughs> Wouldn't that be terrible if I said it was somebody else? Who? Um, and part of our deal, I guess our shtick, is that we're sponsored uh, by Booze Company. So, Noel, mm-hmm. um, who's sponsoring you? And by sponsored, we mean we purchased these uh, drinks on our own mm-hmm. and advertised them for free. But if anybody wants to sponsor us, we'll take you. Yeah, and we'll take your back pay. Um, yeah, <laughs> we definitely will take some retroactive pay. Uh, I am drinking True Myth. I feel like this was uh, created for me. It's a good look. It's um, True Myth Cabernet. It's the Schmidt of all wines. True Myth. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a Cabernet. There are butterflies on the label. It's really pretty. Yeah. I like it. It's delicious, too. Oh, oh, my gosh. It actually has its own tagline. I didn't need to create my own. Oh. It says, her secret is patience. Oh, her secret is patience. And if you look closely, there's a lady on there. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Her secret is patience. Um, no. Yeah, I don't like it. I want once I what I want when I want it. Speed it up now. Crash the glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's to me a very unfeminist message to tell women. I wish I would have known that when I look. I, I wish know. I saw the butterflies and I liked the name and I was like sold. Her secret ain't patience. The secret of a system that oppresses women is patience. <laughs> Giving us a little at a time. Get it, so get it saving. now. Right. Yeah, that's disappointing. I'm sorry, everybody. Don't buy this, but it's really good. Yeah, it looks great. It's very delicious. How about you? What are you doing today? I'm doing uh, a beer called Vallejo, ah. uh, which I've had on this show before. It is from my favorite brewery called Half Acre Beer. There are waves <laughs> crashing into rocks on there, so it yeah. looks like... Vallejo, that's like a surfing thing, right? Uh, I okay. liked that you... Yeah, you sort of, yeah, surf rock. Okay. But with a, like a bit of a modern twist. Mm-hmm. Bump. Bump. Da-na-na-na. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Noelle, how's it going? It's good. Do you have small talk? I'm still waiting for my peanut butter chews to arrive. What are those? Those uh, waxy Halloween candies. Oh, <laughs> you thought a fan might send you that? We've provided zero addresses. Yeah. Uh, also, if a fan sent you that, I would be like, don't I'd be eat it. So creeped out. There would be a razor blade in there. Definitely a razor blade in there. But they're small enough where the razor blade would be sticking out. So if I ate that, that's on me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. If you send um, uh, peanut butter chews with drugs in them, just let us know which kind. <laughs> So we know what to expect. What am I getting myself into? Yeah. So if I'm taking it out of van, I'd like to know. <laughs> if this is a Viagra, 
You've sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> exactly. I just want to plan for the next two hours. That's all. <laughs> Send it to High Spirit Chicago, uh, Care of the Ghost Studio. It'll get here. <laughs> They'll find us. Mm-hmm. 606-something. Um, <laughs> 1-800-GHOSTS. 888. Uh, I don't know if that was too much or too little. That uh, might be one too many. Okay. Um, Sorry. 1-800-GHOST. 88. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, anything from you that you'd like to say? No. Okay. We should just talk about ghosts then. <laughs> All right. Great. Um, as you know, I'm very excited about this story. Hey, I'm very I excited. I was researching uh, over the weekend and I sent Jay um, many texts with like exclamation points. Like this is like the Disneyland of ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know this part, but I feel like it's important that I explain how I got to where I'm at. Yeah. Um, so I was watching a, um, what I like to call mainstream horror film. (laughs) It's a CNN of horror films (laughs) called, uh, the disappointments room starring one blonde Kate Beckinsale, um, some guy and Delta Burke's husband, major dad. Mm -hmm. I don't know his name. I don't either. (laughs) Delta Burke's husband, major dad. Um, and a kid, uh, and um how's he holding up does he, he look good that guy does not age okay at all frighteningly or appropriately appropriately like he looks great good because he's probably like gotta be pushing 700 and oh he's quite old yeah he's in um house of cards too who is he in house of cards delta burke's husband i don't know <laughs> uh no he's like some wealthy guy who was friends with the former president. Is he the one who he's, is in St. Louis or something and tries to be like Jess Shucks? Yes. Just he's, folks. Yeah, he's Frank, um, Frank's like arch nemesis. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I know you're talking about. So, um, he's got that billionaire aw shucks thing going. Yeah. Speaking like of. A, like a Warren Buffett. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, totally. Um, but he looks great. And uh, he, this movie was a disappointment to me. Oh no. And it was a bummer. Like I wanted so much from it. Um, but it basically, this couple is trying to start their lives over like they do. And wait, they, she was, wait, Kate Beckinsale was married to Delta Burke's husband. No, she was married to the other guy. I don't know who he is. Oh good. Cause that age gap is a little inappropriate. No. Delta Burke's husband played a ghost. So he was also oh. playing like a period person, but he didn't necessarily look like a period person. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of, and the men are going to turn it off, so I won't. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, he so they move into this like secluded mansion in the middle of nowhere in a rural area, and so real estate tip: don't do that. Not a big mistake, huh? So unless you want to go. While I'm watching this movie, the disappointments room, and feeling rather disappointment disappointed. I was like, I'm going to do a search for haunted mansions. Um, I also had a thought that I actually said out loud to myself, why can't there just be a good slasher movie again? And then do you know what happened? No. I found one on the Netflix. What's it called? It's called The Windmill. And it's awesome. Is it about a windmill that comes to life and slashes people with its blades? No. The old mill. Mill person? Miller? Disinterested. Is. I need this film to be in its original Dutch. It's Dutch. Is it really? It is. It oh. really is. It's Dutch. It's awesome. I loved it. I was like, oh my God, somebody's listening to me. 
I found this awesome, like, haunted mansion story, and I found a great slasher movie in one night. You need to get some scratchers. What? Lotto ticket. Oh. <laughs> Test your look at the scratch. <laughs> the scratchers. Um, no, I'm going to, like... am I the only one? Audience. You know what scratchers are, right? I, I don't They're like... They're not going to You on. know I don't like to gamble. I know. Um, it makes my you know stomach feel... I have a gambling feel... problem slightly. <laughs> <laughs> slightly. Um, so, so... Here's what caught my attention when I typed in Haunted Mansion. I saw uh, this headline from the website littlethings.com, which is totally like a clickbait website. Mm. Um, 1875 Mansion is being sold for dirt cheap, but no one wants to buy it because it's haunted. I'll buy it. I was like, I'm in. Yeah. So Let's put that shit in escrow. <laughs> we'll flip it. We're going to flip it. <gasps> we should do HGTV uh, <gasps> flip or flop haunted houses. Oh my gosh. Can we? Yes. Let's do it. Oh. Because I feel like we could have bought this house. Yeah. But it's now, it's since been purchased. I mean, I'll focus more on open concept and design. You can focus more on the ghosts. (laughs) I've watched so many ghost hunting videos of people in this house over the last two days that my brain hurts. No, it's a lot of EVP and a lot of, what did they say? Did you hear that? What is it? What did they say? Get out. Um, no, there were a lot of names. There was, there was one, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I want somebody just to be like, hello, my name's Sequoia. <laughs> and just crystal clear. The ghost of a Girl Scout who just wants to talk about seventh grade. <laughs> Listen, I know how much my almost five-year-old talks. I can't imagine if you have a ghost of like a 13-year-old. Hey guys, my best friend Skyler had a summer party. Like, oh my god, Sequoia, stop. Oh god, why? Why did they end her life now? <laughs> and her name is Sequoia. Right. Um, alright. So Sylvester Knowlton Pierce. Is that a question or a name? That is the name. Oh. I think it's Knowlton. Knowlton? I am. It's actually spelled no L Tun. Oh, that's his middle name. So S.K. Pierce was born in 1820 in Westminster, Massachusetts. Westminster, Massachusetts, where I spent all of my days. Is that a thing? That's the Will Smith rap from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Got it. But it's in West Philadelphia. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Does this ghost have some problem with uh, some boys on the D-ball? Maybe. I don't know. No, probably not. Okay. Um, not much is known about S.K. Pierce early in life, but he did found uh, S.K. Pierce son S.K. Pierce and Sons Furniture Company. Oh my God, I love their chaise lounge. They specialize in chair manufacturing. I love their chairs. And they. <laughs> Uh, we're headquartered in Gardner, Massachusetts. Uh, the sex, success of... Whoa. I know. I'm so excited <laughs> about this. The success of the company led uh, Gardner to be dubbed... Gardner to be dubbed... Let me start over again. Yeah. God damn it. The success of the company led Gardner, Massachusetts to be dubbed Chair City. <gasps> Chair City? Gardner, Chair Massachusetts? Chair City! Uh, at this time, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to perform a commercial uh, about Chair City. You ever feel like sitting down? Your legs ever get tired? Well, come on down to Chair City. Chair City. Gardner, New Jersey. <laughs> Chair City. Um, thank you. Thanks for sponsoring this show. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Chair City. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, SK uh, decided he was the wealthiest man in the county. He decided. 
and he decided that he needed a home that lived up to his stature. Sure. So, in 1875, he began building his mansion. 1875? Yes. So, so he was born in 1820? He was born in 1820. Okay. So, it was time to... Get that legacy out there. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little he's a little behind, but he decides to build his mansion that... Well, 55 is when the chair money kicks in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's... Well, he's spent most of, most of his time obviously investing. Yeah. Um, Anyone in the chair racket knows. So... The double nickel is the age in which mm-hmm. you get your match. So he decides to build this massive Victorian mansion uh-huh. with 26 rooms. Sounds tacky. 10 bedrooms, four bathrooms... Two cisterns for running water. Ew. It is 6,661 square feet. Small. With a full servant wing. And it took over 100 men over a year and a half to build. Cool. Yeah. So here's the awesome thing about this house now. There's um, 100 construction ghosts? It currently resides on 4, uh, four Broadway Avenue in Gardner, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. Directly, directly of the world. Directly across the street. That's Wasilla, Alaska. Oh. Um... Is it really? It is for Alaska. I don't know the world, oh. but it's the meth capital. Um, <laughs> meth is different than chairs. Yeah, totally different. Oh, chair. I thought you said drugs. No, I said chair. Oh, oh, chairs. Chair city. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I thought you said drugs. No. So um, across the street today is a pizza place. Yum. And if you look, and we'll post the pictures, obviously, like this house is like, you know, you're not used to seeing a mansion. It's set back this house is like on the street oh and it's right next to like other houses that it just dwarfs so it's kind of a bit it almost like is a little bit of an eyesore sure in a way it's it's bizarre um but they actually moved the house it was actually in a different location and then they moved it to broadway at some point they just picked it up and moved it i guess so i like it my grandparents old house they moved it on a truck nice in like the 70s and they told um, my grandmother, when they moved the house to put a glass of water on the counter to like show how much spillage there was. And there was like none because it was like such a smooth move because oh. they moved so slowly. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, anyway, um, just after weeks into moving into the house, Pierce's wife, Susan succumbed to a bacterial infection, a mysterious bacterial infection <gasps> that killed her. Suze. Yeah. Died immediately. They had one son. That house killed her. For Broadway. For Broadway. They had one son, Frank. Died too? Nope. Frank Frank lived. He's um, still alive from 1875? He looks great. My God. Good for him. Yeah. Fountain of youth. Major dad could play him. <laughs> <laughs> that guy doesn't age. Nope. Um, after a year of mourning. Oh. Uh, That's all? SK. Well, if I were Sue's, I'd be like, hey. It's the late 1800s, and he's got a chair business run. He can't chase nope, his child right. around. Um, SK uh, married um, Ellen, a woman 30 years his junior. Trick ass hoe. So Ellen was just clo- kidding. Ellen. Ellen was closer in age to uh, Frank. Sure. Did they get it onst? They did not. They did not like each other, and they were constantly. That's just sexual tension. It either manifests itself in uh, love or hatred. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, not long after that. After having uh, two more sons with Ellen, S.K. died in 1888, leaving her and the three sons with the mansion. And so because at the time, the eldest boy would normally assume control of the property. But in this case, Ellen actually assumed 
control. So that oh. caused even more issues between the two of them. Yep. This is basically the beginning of a murder she wrote. Yes. <laughs> it has that feel of it that. It totally like... does sound like that. You're right. Uh-huh. So, um, they, uh... At the end of Act 1, we have a dead body and a new bride mm-hmm. fighting it out with his son. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, well, so, Frank wanted, like, control of the company, and he wanted the mansion, and the two younger boys had gotten into the car business. How old were they? They were, I mean... This was, like, in, like, the early, like, 1900s. Oh, okay. So they were, like, like young, like, 20s, early 20s, okay. something mm-hmm. like that. So, but then when Ellen passed away in 1902 from cancer, the three sons, the two the two youngest boys came back, and they were like, well, we want in now, too. We so, want some chair action. Yeah. So the three well, of them. Well, because, you know what, they, they had no way of knowing this, but uh, cars never took off. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sinking ship. It's very hard when you're an early investor and an early adapter. Yeah. You just think like everyone's going to want this, but no one ever wanted a car. It's like those internet startup companies, right? What are you getting yourself I mean, into? An Amazon. What? Exactly. That sounds like a pizzahut.com. A who? <laughs> pizzahut.com. That old startup. <laughs> but like, all I'm saying is like, um, Boy, if these guys couldn't make a car dealership work in New Jersey, what kind of... No, Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. So, after Ellen passed away in 1902, the three sons argued over ownership of the house and the chair business, but good for them, the Great Depression hit and solved everybody's problems. Sure. So, uh... Did they, um, lose all their dough? Mostly. It, it, it definitely affected chair sales. Um... (laughs) People were like, you know what? I'm going to stick with what I have. Sitting's a luxury, goddammit. Here's the other thing. You think they sit in Oklahoma? <laughs> no. No. Sitting, sitting's killing you. Steinbeck wrote some really good depression novels. One was Grace of Wrath, and the other one was No One Sit in This Chair. <laughs> Not as famous, but. We have to preserve the chair. Uh, I have a friend who um, sent me an article a while ago about how sitting's killing you. And now like, that's his thing. So now it's like on my mind all the time. Sure. But, but it's really, but I was like, but I feel like there are a lot of other things that we do to ourselves that will kill us first. Like what? Like drinking. Oh, (laughs) eating ropes, courses, ropes, courses, eating red meat. Oh yeah. You know, yield silent killer, butter, yield butter killer. Right. Anyway. Are you saying that it's unsafe to be uh, a human? I am. Yeah. Especially if you're buying a chair from S.K. Pierce and Sons Furniture. Haunted. Haunted chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So. <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? Because I'm going to continue. Oh. So the, bu- the business more or less kind of like never recovered from the Great Depression. Um, and then uh, Pierce's youngest son, Edward, assumed control of the house. Edward then turned the house into a boarding house Ooh. where drink, drinking, gambling, and prostitution and other debauchery was very common. Now, I'm interested in that statement because if drinking, gambling, and, and brothelling uh, were the debauchered, debauched well, things you could say out loud, what was the other? I don't know. I'm so I'm always so interested in the et cetera. They're like, and other things we can't talk about. I will. I, I added the debauchery part. So oh, okay. that's, that's on me, but I, I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> so it's reported that in 1965, 
Edward lost the house in a poker game to a man named Jay Stemmerman, um, who then allowed Edward to stay in the basement until his death in 1967. Oh. Now, another report that I read said that the eldest son, Frank, lost the house in the early 1900s to a card game. Same thing. They cannot. They and don't was have any luck. allowed to stay in the basement. So, unclear on which son it was, but it seems like... It, it seems like it was Edward, not Frank. All right. Either way, Edward or Frank, um, bet a lot if you've got like a pair or same suit. Um, if you don't really have much, don't bother to stay for the flop. Here's the thing. Don't bet your house. <laughs> That's where you live. Well, don't, okay. don't like what, what have you lost at this point that you're like, I'm going to put my house up. Yeah. Or is your hand that good? What kind of hand no, do you have? they can't bet. Their hands are terrible. What is your hand? A pair of jacks? You're not going to win. You might. You're losing your house on a, to a pair of jacks? No, you fold. A pair of jacks is pretty good. It is good, but it's not good enough for a house. I don't know. No. I disagree. If he was staying in on like a nine of spades and a uh, two of hearts, I'd be like, Frank or Edward never bet again. I'm just saying like But pocket how, jacks feel good. How down on your luck are you? That you're like, this house that my father built, that 100 men built for over <laughs> yeah, a year and true. a half. That's true. But we're yes. dealing with like, like uh, uh, so let's call the middle generation sort of like Eric and Don Jr. Mm-hmm. And by the time we get to this like youngest generation, we're talking about Baron. You know, so this 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 guy with the big old house probably has no idea. Revitalize what... the stakes. Bring him back. Baron Trump stakes. Oh, is he? No, I don't know. Oh. Um, entrepreneur for 12. <laughs> <laughs> He's busy with his caviar. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll just get a real small loan, like a $20 million loan to get those stakes up. <laughs> All right. So Jay Stemmerman owned the house until the 1980s when he abandoned it. Oh, Lord. And it sat empty until it was purchased in 2000. Wow. Um, that must be a shithole. So then the house was purchased in 2000 and then it remained vacant again for a few years until it was purchased by Edwin and Lillian Gonzalez in two, 2008. Um, Lillian and Edwin quickly, uh, quickly into moving in, they realized that there was activity happening in the house. They didn't feel comfortable about it. So they were like, we can't stay here. And this was like her dream house. And she like, it was, the price was right. It was awesome. It was like, like she always wanted to live in an old Victorian house. So they kept trying to like find ways to stay there. And then finally in like 2011, they were like, we can't be here anymore. So they stayed for almost three years. Okay. Um, and then it sold again in 2015 when it was sold for $315,000. That's it? To Robert Conti, a periodontist and runner um, of a traveling haunted circus. <laughs> yeah. He refers to a... himself as a entrepreneur. Ew. I am obsessed with him. I'm sure you will. I spent a lot of time researching Robert Conti. Okay. All right. Let me tell you a little bit more, more about the house and then we'll get into I'm trying to make a pun with connoisseur and haunted. Would you hum- say you're a haunteur? Haunteur. Of a entrepreneur. Oh my God. I love this man so much. Um, Prove it to me. I despise his wordplay. 
when I read Periodontist and um, Runner of a Traveling Haunted Circus, I was like, I am doing this story. Uh-huh. Uh, and here's the great thing about the Haunted Circus. So he lives in New Jersey, and apparently in New Jersey, you cannot have, like, a haunted house attraction. So he, this is his loophole. Wait. Where he, like, rents out. You can't have a haunted house attraction in Jersey? No. Why? I. It's, like, an old law that, like, nobody's, like done anything like that is insane yes so he found a way around it and he rents out like this eight thousand square foot warehouse and does like a haunted circus thing every year where he it's like kind of like a, a maze and like they have like it's a lot of clown stuff yeah yeah the clown stuff is not so <clears throat> um but i was like good for you bob bob conti while keeping people's gums healthy <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> all right. Here, uh, here are some notable guests, and I'm gonna tie their um their persona with ghost stuff as well, mm. and how they may have affected the activity in the house. Uh, notable guests of the Pierced family include President Kelvin Coolidge. Now, in 1926, President Coolidge's administration fielded claims that he and his family entertained mediums at the White House. Oh. Betty Davis. Yeah. Betty Davis was known to have a personal psychic. Yeah. Um, a Minnesota flat fats. <laughs> I don't know anything about Minnesota flats. I had to look him up. He was a pool hustler. Oh, okay. He was a very large pool hustler. I don't know anything more. There was nothing about ghost stuff or anything like that that I could find. Um, P.T. Barnum, yes, who was actually a known um, debunker of spiritualism and mediums, like he, that was like one of his big things. I did not know that about him. Yeah, he actually wrote a book about um, humbugs and that he was very anti-spiritualism. Fascinating. Yes. Because he was a big huckster. He was. Like that he would be business. very interested in um, the... Uh, but he liked to showcase, from what I read, he liked to showcase the truth of those people. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was interesting. And then finally, Norman Rockwell. Who? Nor- yeah. Um, I'm kidding. He liked to he liked to do some doodles. Yeah, he did the bedsheet ghost. He did the bedsheet ghost. He also <laughs> um, uh, was known for um, illustrating a Ouija board. Yes. But... Um, Norman Rockwell was actually like a pretty, he wasn't a devout Episcopalian, but he was involved. Mm -hmm. Um, so what I can deduce from this also, sorry, before I move on. Also, it was a frequent meeting spot for the Freemasons. This house? Yes. So what I can deduce is that all of these people are in the occult. Yeah. Illuminati. Total Illuminati. Uh-huh. They were uh, unearthing some shit. Like, seances were happening in this Yeah, house. except for Betty, Betty Davis would not have been invited. No chicks. So? No chicks for the Freemasons. Uh-huh. But she probably... Seance. Sure. Yep. I mean, shit was happening in that house. Yeah. Huh, cool. So, that's that's a thing. Now, the film that you saw with regard to this... Uh-huh. Did... Uh, what was the plot of that? I didn't see a film. Oh, the film that you saw inspired you to... To just Google Haunted Mansions. For some reason, I thought the Disappointed Room had to do with this. 
No, 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 no. Was it called the disappointed room? The disappointments room. Okay. So the, the, the thing with the disappointments room is, and I don't know if this is a real thing or not. We should look this up. Probably is. Um, apparently with wealthy families where, <laughs> oh my uh, God, they have a disappointment room where inbreeding was a common thing. If you had like a deformed child, they would like hide them in a hidden room. Oh, amazing. So I don't know. This is what the, this is the premise of the movie. Um, so so I don't haunted by a former, I don't know if that's a real thing. Inhabitants of the disappointment room. Yes. Okay. That's some freaky deaky shit. It's freaky, but it was not executed. Well, sorry, Kate Beckinsale. I think you're great, but I understand why you dyed your hair blonde for this movie. Um, (laughs) that's my theory. Uh, I, yeah. Mm, So explain your theory about her blonde hair though. I think she dyed her hair blonde because she didn't want to be like people to recognize her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so sorry, Kate can't get away from those cheekbones. Nope. Nope. And that little button nose. They'll recognize you. I saw you a mile away. That American accent. You're not fooling anybody. Except for when you play, uh, Ava Gardner. Oh, in the, uh, what? Leonardo DiCaprio aviator movie. Oh, right. Right. She did a good job of that. Yeah, she did. I forgot about that. All right. So, yeah, I think there was some <laughs> shit happening in this house. Okay. All right. Here are the people that died in this home. Hey. Susan. We've talked about Susan. Sue's Strange bacterial infection. S.K. Pierce himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellen died in the house mm-hmm. of cancer in 1902. In 1916, Edward, um, the youngest son, his daughter, um, I think her name was Rosie. I didn't write it down. Uh, she died of the Spanish flu when she was two years old, Oh, which is very sad. Edward's wife, Bessie, also passed away in the house. There was, after the house became a um, brothel or a boarding house, it's unclear which was happening. Both, Depending on where you look, um, it says both happened. Uh, there was a, a prostitute or female worker, we'll say, who was strangled to death in a room called the Red Room. Oh, that's where you want to go out. Yeah. Was it called the red room before she died in there or after? Um, I'm, I'm not sure about that. The room is still, uh, it, it's de- decorated in red. Like it's, oh, and it's actually more of like, um, uh, burgundy, I would say. Okay. <laughs> From the pictures and the videos I've seen, um, where it's got a very Victorian look to it. It's got like that color and like the bed spread is like, that burgundy color with like gold accents. It's sure. Yeah. Not my taste, but Tacky. it's lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a Finnish boarder named I know. Sorry. Um, who are you sure that's a real name? I know. Sorry. I know. E I N O. Okay. S- that just sounds like a totally made up. Thing. It sounds like something like me, like saying something in my Wisconsin dialect. <laughs> sorry. Um, S A A R I. Hmm. I know. Sorry. He burned to death in his room. Oh my. Now here's the deal. There was no damage to the walls or the room other than the spot where he had been lying. So people say that he spontaneous combustion. Yep. Ooh. Now, um, if you know anything about spontaneous human combustion, um, there are a lot of skeptics about it. Uh, but a lot of people who, who have, had it happen to them or experienced it, not experienced <laughs> are, dead. it are dead number one <laughs> but they're either a lot of times it's related to alcohol alcoholism shut up and um you if you're near a flame 
or if you're not hot smoking, near a flame. No, if you're near a flame. Oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, I'll, don't cook soup. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen? Um, if you're near a flame, if you're like smoking, uh-huh. it could ignite the alcohol in your body. <gasps> or if you're overweight and you have like a lot of gas built up. Like these are like these are legitimate like things. That's that, amazing. Like, so you could be like um uh storing a whole lot of methane. Yes. And you are just easily you're yes. gonna easily combust. So the story with I know sorry was that it does now that I say it out loud, it <laughs> totally doesn't sound real. It's sort of Maybe it's, it's gotta be I know, right? <laughs> I know, it's sort of like <laughs> I know, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well his deal is uh he was drinking and smoking in bed, apparently. Oh. And so but that's that's the other reason why a lot of times just your body burns. Because only the things inside because it doesn't like go Yikes. much further. It doesn't travel out side of your body yeah was or i know like, a big boy i i don't know i don't believe so from what i've read just a drunk mm-hmm. wow. so crazy um <laughs> so i know sorry <laughs> god i didn't even like i haven't said it out loud until this <laughs> sorry. it's awesome i love this story so much i know sorry was married to i'm sorry <laughs> i'm a sorry I'm a, i think it's finished i'm a sorry <laughs> Uh, oh so good um (laughs) there were also uh rumors that a young boy drowned in the basement oh what or a young girl drowned in the in the pond in the back in the backyard and then i put as a note definitely a drowning right (laughs) somebody drowned what was up at the basement that it was so wet don't know oh um, there's ghost a lot, water. There's a lot of stuff around the basement. Ghost sump pump. So, and, and, and I'll get to, um, I'll get to like, uh, the dark carnival stuff and, and, uh, um, like the, the attraction that is about to be in like with the basement, but there's a lot of stuff around the basement. Wait, did what's his putts make a get in there? Oh, stay tuned. Okay. Um, it's so good. <laughs> like, I just love this place. All right. So let's talk about the hauntings. So, there has been a little boy who has been seen on the grand staircase and in windows. Um, so, this could be the boy who drowned, maybe. Okay. We don't know. Um, there's an EVP of somebody saying that his name is Franklin. <laughs> and I wrote, who's Franklin? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if, like, that's maybe um, Frank's, the eldest son's, like, child. Or there, like I could find no like reports of him or anything. Interesting. Yeah. What's he do on that staircase? Is he sad or happy or playing? He's sad. So oh. the reports are that he has a sad look and he's kind of like looking longingly outside of the window. And um, maybe so, he's like an invalid, like maybe Velveteen Rabbit style. Yeah. Oh, that's really sad. So with the Gonzaleses, when um, when they moved in, Edwin said that. Um, some neighbors came over to ask if their kids could play. And he was like, sorry, we don't have any kids. And the neighbor was like, well, we see this little boy in the window all the time. creep Yeah. So, so he's there. The people from the pizza hut came over. It's not a pizza hut. It's a local pizza joint. Oh, more to come on that. Oh, 
So, um, there's, Hey, thank you for listening to high spirits. If you, um, dial the uh, pizza joint across the street from the Pierce <laughs> mansion, you can get $3 off a of cheese pizza. You're welcome. Oh, I'm, <laughs> Hold on, there's a coupon coming up. At the oh, end really? Of yeah. Oh, oh good. Oh, God. I just think we should chill things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time where we start offering things that we kind of sort of believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there's also a... Um, oh, I know, sorry. <laughs> he's he's definitely present. He's hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I swear to God, did like a Ouija board and someone in their friendship group was playing around. <laughs> There's no way. I love it so much. Um, okay. There's an evil entity in the basement that's possibly Frank, the eldest son. Evil? Yeah. Why so, so the evil? basement, there's shit in the basement. People, I, I'm going to get to the basement, but they're not sure what's going on. Down there, Do you think it's wired for electricity incorrectly? <laughs> Yeah, that's probably all that's happening. <laughs> you and I know that the amount of haunted basements in America <laughs> is staggering. I, I We meet so many people that are like, I don't believe in ghosts, but but my parents' basement was haunted. I'm like, okay, cool. Hey, my parents' basement is the most terrifying <laughs> place I've ever been to in my life. Um, it totally looks like something out of the Blair Witch, Witch Project. It really Like yours. at the end when Adam's standing in the corner, that is my parents' basement. That's true. Yours I is did, freaky. I couldn't do laundry for like two months after watching that movie. Good thing you smell like... 18 um, years old and it was terrifying. You smell naturally of patchouli. (laughs) Patchouli and pine. Um, (laughs) For for all my time in the forest. Uh All right. Uh, There's a parent... Oh, the other thought... I love that that description just sounded like a bit like raccoon pee. (laughs) Wait, that's what it's called. Yeah. (laughs) That's my scent. Noelle's secret scent. Raccoon pee. Um... Actually, it's raccoon urine. <laughs> it's finished. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there, the other thought with the um, evil entity in the basement is that it could be um, a demon that Ooh. was brought in by investigators who brought in a Ouija board. Hell yeah, my least favorite form of haunting. Yeah, you hate it. I'm going to blame Norman Rockwell for that one. Demons? Ouija board. Oh. Uh, there's reports of a busy servant girl, um, who could have also been a former, former nanny. Um, and I forgot to write her name down too. Um, who I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. Sorry. It's never going to get old. I was going to give her a real like, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Some sort of dumb name. I love it. Uh, I could look it up really quickly, but I won't. That's okay. It's a lot let's, of vagina. Let's guess. We'll call her Zanny the Nanny. Um, mm-hmm. I just watched a lot of Casey Anthony stuff. Um, oh. Zanny the Nanny was obviously a prevalent character in that story. Anyway, uh, this nanny was um, obsessed, not obsessed with the house, but in love with the house. And so the theory is that she never left. Sure. Um, another character... There that we see often is S.K. Pierce. Okay. Um, the the woman from the brothel who was strangled to death. What's she, her name? I I couldn't find her name anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's really sad to me. Really sad to me. She was just everything. Everybody was like the prostitute, the prostitute, which really bugged me. She so, has a name, guys. She was a person. Um, At least call her the name of your bill, John. Well, and I did I did watch. Um, I like to call all my prostitutes Andrew Jackson. 
I, I, so I watched one. Just kidding. I don't have prostitutes. I got nothing from Noah. I, I did. I was, I didn't know how to respond to it. <laughs> I was like scratching my eye and I was like, Ugh. I got all my prostitutes, Ben Franklin. Ajax. <laughs> um, cause they, you're saying that cause they liked to mess with prostitutes. No, I'm saying that because their faces are on the bills I found. Oh, I getcha. Oh, I got it. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm... True myth. I know. Sorry. I know. Sorry. Um, So we're going to... We're going to run that into the ground. Yeah. I think it's already run. Anyway. um, Okay. The texts are coming from inside the ghost studio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh So uh, I watched a... A YouTube video of uh, two guys doing an EVP and trying to talk to the man who strangled this woman, and they were they were getting some stuff from him, but it was uh-huh. also they were so obnoxious and annoying. Yeah, because they were like, "Oh, what did you think? She was a dirty whore," and they Gross. were like harassing him. And I ended up stopping it because they were just really bugging me, honestly. And I watched so many of these ghost hunting videos that I could only take so much more um but they were like kind of like what is it easy like you want to like mess with women women but you don't want to mess with us like talk to us and so like they weren't getting anywhere with it but there was there are thoughts that the man that strangled her also is like haunting this place which by the way i i mean I, i think violence against women is unconscionable um but if that guy is there then he must have had a terrible death and be stuck there as well. Um, right. Or that's his, that's his penance or punishment. Right. So yeah. a little, uh, I don't know. I really hate when people go hunt with um, such bluster. It's just, is so. Um, I agree. It's, 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 by the way, and even, if, I mean, it's, it's not to say, okay. Listen. It's disrespectful. Yeah. It's not to say that this is a nice man, but also like in, in America, we have uh, prison sentences, right? So like, right. You would think after a hundred years or how long it's been since this man murdered this woman that he, from the prison system, he would have been released or he would have at least <sighs> thought about it. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I don't enjoy the idea of like bros going in and being like, do you think it's okay? And this ghost is probably like, no, I've been here long enough to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, listen, I saw a video. Uh, I did the, uh, you know, yeah, I did the sexual harassment video with the, uh, with the haunted circus. It, it, right. Yeah. I, <laughs> as one who just did compliance training today. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Like, I know what's right and wrong, it, but it's, but you're totally right. Like ghost one Oh one the first thing you do is I respect you. Like yeah. this is somebody who like resided in this place prior to you. Like, and now you've taken over their, their space. And so it's like being respectful of the place that was formerly theirs and for their time on this earth and the things they've done. And yes, maybe this, this man was a murderer. Um, but if you, the, the, the other thing is it's common decency. Like if you, if, Let's say this ghost is communicating with you. Let's say this is a real thing. Yeah. If you want to get answers, attacking him and like shouting at him is not the way to go about it. No. And these these jagamos would probably go to a prison, pick up that tele- telephone, and start yelling at an inmate. You know, I mean, like, yeah, people people go in and tell stories of murders all the time. This isn't something that's like brand new to human civilization. I mean, like, 
Aileen Mornos had somebody chronicle her fucking life. Like, right. just chill out, relax, and listen. It's not mm-hmm. like you have to agree with it, but if you want someone to talk to you, like, right. let it happen. Right. I will also say this. And you, but, um, but to just, the guys to, like, let's, let's explain real quick who Aileen Mornos was. Oh, Aileen Mornos was, was a serial killer she from was Florida. A, yeah. The, um, uh, Char- Charlize Theron portrayed her in the movie Monster. Uh-huh. So that's she was correct. a female serial killer, so she's rare. Yes, and that's right. And uh, she didn't really start off as a thrill or lust killer. She uh, allegedly, uh, the first person she killed, uh, raped her. Mm-hmm. She was a prostitute. Anyway, this is non Eileen Warnos uh, apology show. <laughs> Sorry, you said her name, and I was like, no, you no, should no, really no, like I explain know. who that is. I, know, I should be like, know. that's my neighbor. Um, but here's what here's what I was gonna say about like all of us. You're no prize. I am no prize. If I end up haunting wherever, I can't. I'd be so annoyed if like some guy from the suburbs was like, "You think you think you could do this?" I'd be like, "I don't know. I am so unfortunate." that I have been living in this house for 120 years with all the other ghosts and the ghosts of the lady I murdered. So right. Things aren't great. P.S. By the way, there's she bo- hates me. Yeah. And there's a boy here who cries 24 seven. Like it ain't fun. I'm not talking to you. Um, well, and that was one of the things they did ask him where they were like, do you want to come at us? Do you want to talk? You want to do this with us? You want to mess with us? And he, he like clearly like that was probably the clearest part of the EVP was no. <laughs> My EVP when I die is going to be like, no bitch, <laughs> no hunty. Take your recorder and S a D. <laughs> she just keeps saying two thousands Z's lingo. Um, <laughs> They'll have to get like a, they'll have to uh, find a very old uh, phone, try to launch the internet and go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> a very old internet. Oh, somebody plug it in. Um, Can you believe they had to do this on devices? It wasn't in their head. Ugh, <laughs> old people. Gross. All right. Moving on. Um, so this house is known as being, um, I, I can't believe we've never heard of it before. Um there have been a couple of different lists that I looked at. One said that it was the second most haunted house. Ooh, what's the first? In, I think, oh, everybody wants to say Amityville. Oh. Okay. Um, others were the second in Massachusetts, but the seventh nationally. Oh. I was like at those lists. Yeah. Because those also, they, they were always like, um, Stanley Hotel, uh, Lizzie Borden. Yes. Um, Winchester. Yes. Yeah, I think Winchester might be number one, actually. Uh-huh. There's a plantation in South Carolina with the ghost of Myrtle that constantly mm-hmm. gets uh, attention. So I just kind of like to look at them and see who's... Uh... Right. So this is up there. Now, um, people claim that the the ghosts in this, um, in this place are very advanced in the way that they're, they get physical. Ooh, so like people it. have um, reported claims of feeling... Um, pressure on them as they're walking, like somebody behind them. One woman claimed that she was pushed. Um, another woman claimed that she was almost pushed downstairs. Huh. So um, you'll see full body apparitions there. Um, there are um, objects move. You'll hear chants and whispers. Chants. Yes. <laughs> chants a- going back to the Freemasons and occult stuff. Oh, I love it. Give me a chant. Who rah rah? No, that's who a cheer. Who likes the devil? Who? 
Okay, that's a cheerant. Uh, cheerant. Um, the, there's the smell of foul odor, odors, probably cat urine. Cat pee. <laughs> Raccoon urine. There's a ghost repent in here. Cat pee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, people will see shadows starting from room to room or oh, yeah. shadow people. Mm-hmm. Um, the voices will call the name of the owners. So whoever is occupying the place, like they'll hear their names. Cool. Um, for example, uh, there were some ghost hunters. So like, of course, all the ghost shows have been there. Ghost hunters, ghost adventures, et cetera, et cetera. Not the medium of the mood because this is beneath them. Beneath them. <laughs> Has Taps been there? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, they're from Ghost Hunters. Oh, okay. I don't know their their names because I don't get into them. It's like the Atlantic Paranormal Society. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sure. So there were some <laughs> Ghost Hunters there, um, and they asked the room, who is the co- current owner of the house? And the vo- voice replied, Lillian. Who the fuck is Lillian? Lillian was of Lillian and Edwin Gonzalez, who were the couple that bought the house in 2008. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, uh, and they claim... So I'm a little skeptical of those two, just in the way, because, like, you didn't hear a lot about this house. Like, it's it sat abandoned for a long time. But in fairness, the house was won in a card game. Sure. So, Jay... Um, Sounds like a real piece of shit. Yeah, like, at that point... It, I mean, it, not that it wasn't beautiful in 1875, but it, some, right. it was abandoned from 1990 to 2008. 1980 to yeah. 2000, and then it was purchased, and then it lay, Here's then the it thing. was abandoned again. You're gonna have a spider's nest. Yeah, you're gonna I have mean, some hornets. Look at the pictures; it's it's beautiful. There's all like original woodwork, original windows. Like the the best thing was reading the Zillow um, ad for it because <laughs> it was like original hinges. <laughs> I was like, but it's it's beautiful it's a really beautiful house but anyway well that's the thing i mean it's kind of like great expectations you know what i'm talking about yeah it's like yeah the house can be absolutely gorgeous but like the disrepair is right is an incredible burden financially mm-hmm. totally so well and that was the thing that like when um the gonzalez's bought the house for so cheap <laughs> because here i'll go through this right now so in 2006 the house was listed for $499,000. They must have cropped it up because it didn't only sell for three fifty. dollars Wait. It dropped to $375,000 in February of 2007. And then it dropped again to $180,000 in October 2007. And then um, that's when the Gonzaleses bought the house in 2008. Girl, I and, have that in my wallet. And That's average four. Listen, an average f- house in that neighborhood is a four bedroom house that you can buy for an average of one hundred and ninety thousand dollars. They bought an old Victorian twenty room, 20 almost years. seven seven thousand square foot house, twenty six ha- rooms, ten bedrooms, for one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. That's crazy. That is crazy. But here's the thing. So you they get, had money to fix that up. You get what you pay for. Totally. So I'm sure half those windows are broken. There was a badger problem. I mean, <laughs> I don't even want to get into the badgers. All right. Um, so I just gave you such an open lane. I know. I'm not going to take it because this is not about Wisconsin sports. Isn't everything about Wisconsin um, sports? So I, I'm skeptical in the way that they, they claim that 
they didn't know anything about the house. They didn't suspect ghost activity. I they wel- they welcomed it a little too freely sure. to the point where we didn't hear anything about this house until this couple kind of moved yeah. in. So there's so some of the stuff I feel like yeah grain of salt. However, let's move on. Um, there is a story of a glass ornament that was moved from the mantle to rest Ooh, exactly glass ornament. <laughs> It would move from the mantle to rest exactly in the middle of the floor on several occasions. <gasps> My God! Da, da, da. <laughs> the glass ornament is in the middle of the room. But that's like the freaking um in Amityville. That's like that like elephant, that yeah. ceramic elephant. No, or, I know. You, it's the same fucking. Here's thing. the thing. I just really love delicate spirits. <laughs> it's like. Ooh, the marble <laughs> like, statue oh, moved. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> And meanwhile, your ghost is like, oh, these people are so tacky. (laughs) This was my house, damn it. And they just want to, like, move your shit. Don't, don't, oh, 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 oh. That's like, like, they're like, easy, easy, easy. there's blood all over over the walls. And the spirit is just like, it's just because you painted them pink. Think about (laughs) it. The pink is dripping. Why are you so tacky? That's, that's my, I'm going to be that ghost. <laughs> All right. So here are some things that the Gonzalez's experience. Gonzalez. Gonzalez's. Well, while living there, um, uh, Edwin claims that he saw a man's face clearly in front of him. Gross. He went across the street to the pizza place. <laughs> As one does. I mean, it's right there. Jeez. I spook, little, little, get a little spooked out, get a little. Just wait until you see the pictures and you see just like this big fucking mansion on the street. And you're like, this is right there. Um, So he went there and when he got there, there was commotion all around. In the Pizza Hut? It's not a Pizza Hut. I know. Um, The man he had seen had died minutes earlier of a heart attack at the pizza place. What? Yeah. Um, he claims that when, um, he should have gotten, he should have gone to be a detective. He should have. Cause he has precognition. Not mm. only can he see spirits, but he knows what's going to happen. Missed opportunity. I would win. There's still time, buddy. Yeah. Probably not. Lillian, um, support your man. Lillian. Be the wind beneath his way. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, he said that when they first moved into the house, he saw a man in the nursery just standing there with jet black eyes, just staring back at him. Oh. Um, he said that his wife, Lillian, had an episode where she felt sudden pressure on her lungs and chest, making it impossible to move. And then I wrote sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, and then uh, that's when they decided to move in 2011. Um, hold on. As I always say in any of these things, that was the last straw. <laughs> That's what did it. It really takes so much. My favorite ones are like, um, they lost a button from their coat and found it under their pillow. The family moved out. You're like, wait, what? Can I wait? I have to tell I real, really quick. Uh, Jay and I were at a party this weekend and we met this wonderful person who we probably both really want to be our best friend. Yeah. 
Um, and we were talking ghost stuff with him and I don't even know where it came from, but Jay was like, do you suffer from sleep paralysis? (laughs) And he was like, yes. And our eyes, we both were like, we like latched onto him immediately. And we're like, who do you get? The old lady or the ghost or the alien? And he was like, old lady. (laughs) We were so into it. It was so into it. I'm surprised he didn't run away screaming from us. He came back for more. He loved us. Yeah. He's wonderful. Hi. Hey. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the Gonzaleses, um, after, after Lillian had her bout with pressure on her lungs, sleep paralysis, um, they didn't return to the house except to do the occasional ghost tour. Oh, right. To which then I wrote hoax. Yep. Okay. Let's talk about the basement. That's so Joni Mahan is a paranormal investigator. <laughs> I'm so worried that that would be another fake name. It's real. I thought it was going to be like... She's a real person and she looks pretty much For some much reason normal. her name is Join and her last name is Arkult. <laughs> Join Arkult. Oh my god, that would be the best I think it's Swedish. Ever. Join Arkult. So, so Join Arkult charges $20 a person. This is seriously my favorite story. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Joni Mahan is her oh. name and she looks like a very normal person and I say that with all sincerity okay. um, she's a paranormal investigator and freelance writer and author of the book on this uh, mansion called Bones in the Basement Surviving the S.K. Pierce Haunted Victorian Mansion um, so she should shorten that title just a bit a little bit second edition yeah uh, P.S. Joni um, she's got like She's got some good info, though. I dig this Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, listen, Jenny. Yeah. You're great. She, I watched... Change your name to join our cult and just call it I watched, I watched a few videos with Joni last night, too. Okay. So I feel like we're, we're best. Hey, guys, this show is sponsored by Joni. Just go to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you can find her on the internet. Um, all right. My so, as always is brought to you by the internet. The internet. Uh, okay. So Joni reported on the basement tunnel. So... The basement tunnel is closed off, but they think it was possibly used to connect to the factory or connect to the factory, which was across the street. Bootlegging? No. No. Which is why I think they moved the house to put it closer to the factory. Okay. Um, the other, so the factory burned down in 1938, but you can still like get underneath where you find a similar entrance to the tunnel, but that is also blocked off. So okay. they've like walled them off. Um, tunnels like this were actually common for home heating because they would capture steam from the factory. Heat yeah. rises. Uh-huh. Um, they must've had a serious rat problem. So I was thinking, when oh. I was frowning, it wasn't that I didn't understand. No, I was no, thinking no, of, no. I, I was I thinking of barb nits. No, I thought that too. It's disgusting. Um, uh, some psychics who've been to the house claim that it was used for children who worked in the factory because there were no child labor laws at the time. Yep. So that would be a way to, like, get them in and out. Um, some psychics, psychics think that it might have to do with child abuse, going back to the disappointments room, that this was a place where some type of physical or sexual abuse was happening. Oh, well, Illuminati. Illuminati, exactly. <laughs> uh, one psychic suggested that dark magic was happening at the factory. <gasps> Please say it's dark magic with a CK. Please say there's a CK. Dark magic? 
Okay, because you know who I am about Aleister Crowley and Dark Magic. I know, Magic. I know. Didn't we promise the people an Aleister Crowley? Well, we will do, we should do Aleister Crowley. Yeah, we haven't ahead. promised, but this is your promise. Um, <laughs> please. But, um, I mean, for all we know, this was like during his time, well, he was pretty young when all this was happening. Well, you know, the whole thing with- He was um, still in London. L. Ron Hubbard and Aleister Crowley- I know all about got it. Got down to some yeah. uh, sex magic over mm-hmm. in- Blood, sh- blood sugar sex magic, yes. That's red hot. But yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. For everybody, time, that's blood sugar. <laughs> uh, that's a red hot chili pepper. Blood sugar sex magic. <laughs> that's a red hot chili peppers album title. Uh, uh, okay. The tunnel, they, they think that the tunnel was actually used to um, travel the people who are going to the factory to practice the dark magic dark arts so they could travel there unseen so, i love it yeah what kind of shit do you think they're getting up over there i don't know but i like, like it. what kind of spells do you oh. think you need in uh this area oh it was well, a chair factory right it was a chair factory so i would think Ooh. that i would think that they were probably doing things to imp- improve <laughs> They were probably... Um, what if there's a chair with five legs, like a pentagram? <laughs> no, I think they were definitely sending spells to the um, competi- competing <gasps> chair factor. Yes, Baphomet yeah. curses ye. Right. Or they were trying to merge with the table factory. <laughs> you know, witchcraft is very good for mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> we learned anything from the 1980s Wall Street is that. So cocaine uh, and sex magic, <laughs> real good for industry. So uh, a couple of fun facts. I already gave you the um, the price, <laughs> the price dropping, the crazy price dropping in the 2000s that happened. But according to a stately.com, the utilities for this house could run up to $611 per month. Whoa. That's crazy pants. That's how they get you. Um, pay $100 or 100000 for the whole thing, and then you get have to pay half a mil a month? Oh, wait. I'm going to save these other fun facts until after I tell you all about the Dark Carnival. Yeah. I was hoping you were be like, till next episode. <laughs> no. We're going to get the... I know we're a little over, but we're going to get it in. Okay. So, Bob Conti. You Conti. Might, you might remember him as the periodontist and runner of the... He's a entrepreneur. The... <laughs> The Traveling Haunted Circus and entrepreneur Bob Conti. Um, he, he bought the house in 2015 for $315,000. It was originally listed for three hundred twenty-nine. But he talked him up. He talked him down. He talked him down. <laughs> why wasn't he there when it was $108? Why wasn't he there when it was $8? Well, he was in periodontal school. Oh. I don't know. That shit does not pay for itself. You, you know, when you get out. Most people go the haunted carnival route. My so my favorite thing about him was that he really like he's so into like this stuff, and he wanted to like he has a successful career. Doctor Robert Conti has a four point seven star rating on healthgrades.com. I was sure I look this guy. His Yelp is terrible though. His like he I'm has <laughs> he know. has like a like he lives like a totally normal life in New Jersey, but this is his dream is to like live this horror life and I love this guy so much and he saw this house and he was like like a friend of his wife's sent the link for this house to them and his wife was like 
no way. And he was like, no, I think we can do it. And she was like, you're out of your mind. And he's like, nope, we're doing it. Is he single? No, his wife was the one who was like, well, no. Well, yeah, I know. Well, oh, no, she no. said no. You think she she's, divorced that guy? She's into it. Like, she's with him now. Oh, like, okay. like she's like, all right, let's do it. I was going to say, you should get with this dude. No, 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 no. He's, no. I'm, no. <laughs> all right. So, the website is called skhauntedvictorianmansion.com. Hey, did, uh, did Joni write that one? No. It's a little long, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Right. I'm, just, I'm just noticing writer's habits. So, uh, I... Touche. SK Hunt. Death Hunt. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is from their website, just to uh, describe the Dark Carnival. The Dark Carnival is a circus-themed haunted attraction Oy. established in 2010. I don't like it. Through our dynamic mix of altered illusion effects and trained actors, we have been providing scares across the state of New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. For the past five years. Our high-intensity shows have opened in East Brunswick, Freehold, and Bayville, and have even done a successful 18-day run at MetLife Stadium. That's a big deal. What's, what's that? That's where uh, the um, uh, the Jets play. Oh. The New York Jets. The New Jersey Jets. Nope, New York. The New Jersey well, MetLife is in New Jersey, but they're technically New Jersey the New Jets. The, the Super Bowl was there like four years ago? The New Jersey Super Bowl. Okay. By working with the top animators and prop masters in the haunt industry. In the haunt industry? Yeah. The haunt industry? The haunt industry. Okay. <laughs> the Dark Carnival continues to stay on top of all cutting edge new haunt technology. Okay. And it will be showing... <laughs> I'll be sure to continue providing the best scares to our customers for years to come. Although the Dark Carnival continues to grow and expand in New Jersey, the acquisition of the S.K. Pierce Haunted Victorian Mansion allows us to bring our unique brand of entertainment and psychological torment to Massachusetts. Enjoy the show. Wow. So, they're turning the house into an attraction. Now... If you have watched The Dead Files, or as I lovingly call it, The Mook and the Medium. The no. Medium and the Mook. I no. am so sorry. Email, and you're always number one to me. Uh, <laughs> the first rule that Amy Allen will teach you of being around ghosts is don't fuck with them. Don't bring the general public into the ghost ghostesses. Don't antagonize them. Like, she hates the shit so much. Now, I'm torn because I like what he's doing, but I also don't want to mess with the dead. Well, you can, I mean, if you can do it at MetLife Stadium, he doesn't need to do it or real people Yeah, yeah, dead. yeah, yeah. So I, I'm curious. But the people did, aren't dead at MetLife Stadium. I'm sure there's a Kroger there, too. Well, and here's what he wants to do. He wants to do overnight rentals that are available for nightly, weekly, and monthly stays. Okay. Monthly. I want a monthly stay. Monthly. They also want to do history ghost tours and for Halloween, uh, for the month of October, they're going to open up the basement just for that month. Like the rest of the year, they're going to shut it down. Um, and they're going to do reenactments in the basement of what? I don't know. That's the <laughs> okay. thing. Like, I don't, it's like there, there's not information. Yeah. So I think they're just making shit up. Yeah. I mean, so, I get it. They're, what they're trying to do is basically, like, uh, those Halloween pop-up stores. It's like, 
you know, you know what Halloween is. I mean, like yeah. October is like the the most revenue generating month. Totally. So I mean, they'll be like, and here's something you can't see: the basement. So a regular tour of the Pierce house is uh, twenty dollars, but if you want to go in the basement, it's fifty. Right. Listen, I can't tell you how much money I drop every year on Halloween because I will walk into just a Walgreens and I'll be like, well, I need all of that, those decorations. Oh my God. The amount of times Noelle and I walk into Walgreens and ask to look at their haunted basements <laughs> daily, daily. You guys October know, 8th, haunted, uh, Walgreens are built on some very haunted places. Girl, October 8th, last year, we went to two haunted Walgreens <laughs> and one of them was Potawatomi on a Potawatomi <gasps> One of them was built on top of the HH Holmes house. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> That's actually a post office now. I know. <laughs> But the amount of Halloween cards we sent from that post office was six six six. That's that's on Zachary. Yes, we spent six hundred and sixty six dollars there. Oh, and we had to buy stamps. Oh, uh, well, at least the postcard stamps are only two cents, right? Um. All right. So everybody who goes to this attraction, which is still not open, they're still renovating, has to sign a waiver. Um. The waiver is not yet up on the site like everything <laughs> if you go to the site which again is skhauntedvictorianmansion.com pretty much everything about like tickets reservations waiver is like tbd however there is one note and this is what it reads this attraction is not for the faint of heart there is a good possibility that you will witness paranormal activity the entities in this mansion are extremely advanced and have demonstra- demonstrated a huge ability to impose their will physically on guests. For this reason, a detailed injury waiver must be signed by each guest prior to experiencing the SK Haunted Victorian Mansion. Please do not behave in an antagonistic manner towards these entities at any time, as you may be placing yourself and other guests in danger now put your camera in your fanny pack and let's go 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 (laughs) also there's a four tourists with their lights on did anyone come from new jersey license plate ky you know what the smart thing for them to do would be the to partner up with the pizza place if you take your ticket over to the pizza place you get like two bucks oh bitch but if you go to the if you go to skhauntedvictorianmansion.com um, you can get a $2 off coupon for up to four adult admission tickets. Okay, there we go. You just print it out. I like it. Take it there. It's like Great America. Yeah. So that's it. But <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'm clapping for this story. Entrepreneur. <laughs> I think you and I are entrepreneurs. It's the best title ever. I think our show uh, really illuminates the fact that we are trying to make a living off a of ghost. <laughs> We're doing very poorly at it. I know. <laughs> um, questions? Do I have questions? Yes. Oh, my God. I yeah, have, so many. I, um, I have no answers. Can we book our tickets to the... <laughs> we can't because... Ugh. TBD. Yeah. But we should go. Yeah, I'm going. But, yeah. Just don't tell Amy Ellen that we went. Oh, Sorry. no. I won't. But I want to go. Yeah, me too. Mostly to try the pizza. Girl, I mean, that pizza sounds great, and that basement sounds delightful. I know. I wish that they could open the tunnel. The tunnel sounds wonderful. Knock it down. We are like the Take least... this wall down. <laughs> We're like the least creepy ghost hunters. I'm like, oh my god, I heard tail. You have a ghost boy on the, <laughs> on the stairs. 
Take us to him. He seems sad. Where's the burned man? Also, where's the bathroom? We constantly have to pee. I know there are four. Where are the two cisterns with one? one I need to use. Excuse me. I need to use a cistern. (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) So it's about that time. It is. All right, y'all, thank you so much for sticking around and listening. Uh, I wanted to say uh, uh, a special thank you to uh, those of you listening. I was going to say this earlier, and I totally forgot. Uh, uh, Hello to you in Ireland. We see you. Uh, Hello to you in Israel. We see you. We get a nice contingent in all those places. Shalom. Yeah, shalom. Also, shalom in a goodbye way. (laughs) Oh, okay. Also, wait, I guess in Ireland we'd be like, hello. No, that's all right. Cilantro? Cilantro? No, that's not it. I uh, Aaron Gobra. No, what's the cheers? Cilantro. Oh, I don't know. Sure. Okay, well, Ireland, that one sorry. apparently was for you. But... I'm sorry, Ireland. No. Whoa. So, Ireland, Israel, we want to thank you so much for listening to us. We really appreciate it. Um, international folks, we see you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends. Um, hopefully, they are not being like, hey, in America, they think ghosts are this. I mean, listen, but don't necessarily mock us internationally. Please. Noelle can't handle it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I know. Sorry. Oh, I can handle it domestically, but internationally, forget <laughs> internationally, it. Internationally, she can't. She's going to figure out. When you guys really bring it to her face, she's going to figure out all the Finnish words are just like <laughs> in your face disses. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Finland. <laughs> Okay, Sorry. so thank you so much for being with us tonight. Uh, we love talking about the SK Pierce Mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see you next time. And uh, until then, Noelle has one awful, nasty, terrifying thing to say to you. Sweet dreams. <laughs>